Let me ask you a question. Do you find yourself not going after things you want in life because of fear? Or what about staying in relationships that you know don't serve you? You know what your problem is? You settle. Welcome to the Radical Winning Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Susan, founder and creator of Royalty with Purpose. On this platform, you can expect empowerment, inspiration, and encouragement. So go ahead, subscribe, send to a friend, because on this podcast, we not settling. <laughs> yes, I said it, we not settling. No more will we not chase after our goals and dreams because of fear. No more will we remain in relationships that don't serve us. Enough is enough. So get ready and let's get into today's episode. Happy Thursday, family. We are back at it again. Welcome back to the Radical Winning Perspective with yours truly, Susan Nicole. Listen, I have a brand new episode for you all on today, which pretty much is every Thursday, right? But today I have a special guest with me, y'all. I have my man, Mr. Crowder, on this episode. Baby, tell the people hello. Why don't you greet the audience? (laughs) I would like to say hello to everyone out there listening to us. And it must be important to my wife and just to see the smile and how happy she is to introduce me. So I want to say hello to each and every one of you. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much. And yes, I am excited to have his feedback on today's episode. We're going to be talking about what an unequally yoked relationship will do. What it will do. Listen, he and I both have been married before. He and I both have been in several relationships before we came together. And we both have had the experience of what it really means to be in a relationship where you are unequally yoked. Y'all, we are hoping to help you so you won't waste your time, help you so you can find an exit plan, so you won't be wasting your time in these relationships that are not aligned for you. But before we get into today's episode and we give you these tips, you know what we like to do. I got to ask you a question. Have you been keeping your light on? Mm-hmm. Have you been keeping your light on? Listen, have you been changing temperatures when you walk in rooms? Have you been letting your light shine? Okay. Where others will see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Are you being an example? Are you being kind to people who may not be kind to you? Are you being the disciple that God has called you to be? Yeah, I know I asked you several questions, but y'all know what's up. It is my duty to hold you accountable to be that representation of Christ. And no, it's not always easy, but yes, he's with us every step of the way, allowing us to have the Holy Spirit to assist us in doing such. So I hope you thought about that. And I hope it continues to minister to you throughout this week. Remember, it's not about us but it's about Jesus and it's about making sure that we are making our father smile from heaven. Now let's go ahead and get into this topic for today. Again, what an unequally yoked relationship will do. All right. So let's get into our points about being in an unequally yoked relationship. What it does it do? So the first thing that I want to say is that it wastes your time. 
Okay. Now we all want to be with someone. We all want companionship. We all want someone that we can grow old with, right? That we can quote unquote, kick it with, but at what risk, right? So when we choose to connect with someone that's not equally yoked with us, then it can waste our time. It wastes our time because you know what, when your morals and your values are not aligned, it can cause your purpose to be delayed. I mean, what, what do you have to say, babe? Do you believe that it wastes your time when you're unequally yoked? I truly believe it is a waste of your time. And that time is something that you can't get back. It's very valuable, especially in the a woman's or lady's perspective. You know, she that's the last thing she wants, wants, would like to do is waste her time. You know, as far as the age and just, hey, I believe I should be here at this point in my life and you didn't waste my time. And unequally yoked don't mean that, hey, you you or the other person is a bad person. It's just what 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 is your purpose? You know, just like being in leadership, give this person a purpose and the purpose should be on the same on the same playing field. You know, like we say, equally yoke, you know, you don't yoke a lion with a goat. You don't yoke a cow with a with a horse because one is stronger than the other. Mm. So we call it to be equally yoked. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the second thing we want to talk to you about is it hinders your growth. Now, when we talk about being unequally yoked, a lot of people always go back to what the Bible says, which I believe it is important, right? It is important. Matter of fact, speaking of important, let's talk about what the Bible says in second Corinthians six and 14, the new living translation, it says, do not team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? Now, with the second point, when I talk about it hindering your growth, it does exactly that. So let's say that you decide that you want to be in a relationship with someone that's not a believer or someone that may be of another Christian, of another religious faith, if you will. And so with that being said, you both don't have the same mindset. He may not be believing in giving of tithes. You may think that that's important. You may want to go to church every Sunday and go to Bible study every Wednesday. He may think that it's okay just to go on holidays, right? And so when it comes to how your household is even ran with your children, let's say you guys have, have babies or whatnot, he may want to raise the child a certain type of way and you don't, which can cause so much conflict when it comes uh, to your marriage and also when it comes to raising your children up. You know what I mean? You see, understand what I'm saying, babe? What do you think? So... It gets frustrating, you know, when you get to a point where you're with someone. Like I said, I'm not going to just identify this person as being a bad person because you're unequally yoked. But being adults, you know, it's kind of tough to actually pull someone this way or want to make someone do this. And, you know, they might not be into that. They, You know, so it's a lot of it's just a lot of wearing down on the one person, on that other person. So that's why I say being equally yoked because it makes it easy, even if you're not good or successful in one thing, but that person that's equally yoked to you, make it, make the burden a lot easier, make the burden, make the yoke a lot easier to bear or make it easier to carry. And that's where the frustrating part come in. Like I'm here doing this and doing that. And then sometimes, you know, you just like she or he, you know, just don't see me doing all I can do. Yeah, that's, that's so true, babe. And, you know, even when we think about um, 
there's a, a scripture, Amos three and three, and it says, do two walk together unless they have agreed to meet. And so I think that uh, as humans, we all have different personalities. We all have different ways of how we do things, right? Um, he may not always be into everything that you're into and vice versa. And I'm not saying being equally yoked means you have to have everything in common. But what I am saying that it's important for those things that truly matter to you to be aligned with your potential partner or your partner that you're in relationship with. Because if you don't, the third thing that I want to share on today or me and Mr. Crowder is that it ends in destruction. It ends in destruction because what happens is you now have wasted your time. Okay. You're not growing in the Lord or you're not growing, um, in life because you have this partner that maybe hinders you, right. Or limits what you're able to do because he doesn't see why you have to do certain things or why certain things are necessary. And so then you find yourself being emotionally distraught because the relationship that you thought, quote unquote, you could make work isn't working for you. It, it, it is ending or basically is hell. You, you coming home every night wishing that you weren't coming home. You're coming on your way home saying, I wish that I wasn't coming home to him or I wish I wasn't coming home to her. And you're praying, asking God to fix something that you already knew had issues before you committed to them. Yeah, it can't end destruction. It just depends on how you go into it, the attitudes that you have, how you see each other, you know. And, you know, and sometimes you can, even if you not equally yoked, you can sometimes condition that other person to, you know, compromise and understand and see and help them see your value, see your view and just end it to that perspective, you know, because everything in a relationship you have to protect. You have to protect your relationship and knowing how being equally yoked is is probably one of the top 10, top five factors, you know, Knowing what they what their purpose is, knowing what your purpose is, introduce them to your purpose, introduce them, you know, uh, inter- be introduced to their purpose, their purpose, because there's a lot of things that Susan and I, you know, she let me get away with and I let her get away. I'm not going to say <laughs> I let her get away with, but that's why I'm here on the mic, because, <laughs> you know, but it's a couple things, you know, understanding you have to protect your relationship, you know, and talk to each other because you don't want to. You know, if you're in the age category from 35 to 50, you done been through some things and you don't want to add that to your laundry list, you know, mm-hmm. and as far as, the, you know, you done been through enough relationships. I'm not a relationship doctor, uh, but I've been through enough to like, hey, I did some things. I know she hate me. So, mm-hmm. so, but I, you know, you don't want to feel destroyed and all her. Uh, it's not going to work or I have to break these curses or these chains, but yeah, you know, but before you just dive into anything, get their perspective, get their purpose, understand what, understand this person, know this person. You mm-hmm. know, if he don't like to work out and eat KFC fried chicken and you love to go walk and <laughs> you know, at least three to four times a week, hey, get this person to understand, you know, and mm-hmm. let them know, hey, or let them know. I'm fine. I'm this and that. And they start looking and seeing like, okay, let me make a difference. Let me make a change. And that's where it starts. 
the uh, with a decision. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes, babe, um, and I mean, I'm just being real, so don't turn up on me on this mic, okay? But in my past, I found myself sometimes settling in relationships where I know the person may have not been a believer or their faith, which I don't believe has to be on the same level as mine, but they weren't trying to hear Jesus as Jesus at. You know, they didn't want to, they weren't down for me to be like, hey, you want to go to church on this Sunday, that Sunday? Like, it was like, come on, Sue, chill. I mean, they didn't actually say that, but I compromised because I wanted to be in a relationship so bad. I wanted companionship so bad that I compromise and settle on certain things that I really wanted. Like I wanted to be with a man that feared the Lord. I wanted to be a man that was comfortable with praying for me um, on the spot. I wanted to be with a man that was comfortable that if we're in a worship service is to lift up his hand, someone that would encourage me to read the Bible, someone that would say, Hey, Susan, you know, let's pray, babe. I know we're going through this crisis, but let's pray about it. And so I was tired of always having to be the one to initiate. And then a part of that, when I was compromising, I was like, well, you know, well, he may not be love God like I do or be on fire, but you know, at least he can provide or at least he's handsome or at least he has this or that going on. And those things are really not as important when it comes down to what my foundation is, which is my relationship with Christ and being able to share that with someone else. Um, Can you share of any instances where you found yourself compromising because, you know, you wanted to be with a specific female? Yeah, because she was fine. (laughs) She, she was, you better watch yourself, okay. boy. Hey, you, like, you just came down with a whole laundry list of of this guy. How you? How are you? <laughs> That's irrelevant, babe. When you young, I was young. You know, I was, I was young. She was fine. I mean, I think that sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I was young. I was in my late twenties, but yeah. I believe that even right now, you know, people that are even older than thirty or forty. Mm-hmm. Because they have waited so long to have a spouse or have companionship, they too are compromising on certain things. Their values and their morals don't line up with that person, but they're saying, okay, well, at least I got somebody that can keep me warm at night. Yeah, we all we, we all settle at one point in our lives, but, you know, when you get to a certain age, when you, like I say, when you was young, hey, look, she fine, or he's fine, and, you know, and... And you so much into them and not focusing on on God, you know, because that's not important to you when you're young. You 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 just thinking about how sexy she is, how much money and have it going on. Let me tell Paul and John and Peter about this little cry, this little firecracker I have. So, you know, so and then your boys. So it's a lot of it's a lot of outside uh, influences and things like that, you know, that's, that keep you away from Jesus or keep you away from your walk or, you know, and cause guilty. I used to go to church just to see the girls and see the, you know, and, but when you get older, it's a lot of stuff you're not going to tolerate because mm-hmm. you have enough baggage. Hey, look, if he is and he that, just like we, I was watching something on YouTube and watching a, a pastor and he was preaching on it and saying, 
you know, he can have nine of the things that you want, but that one just eliminate him from the list. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So a lot of it comes with maturity. Uh, you know, we was young and now we're older and we just know, hey, what's the most important thing in our lives? That's the Lord Jesus Christ. You mm-hmm. know, without him, we can't do anything. We are not able, would not have the perfect sufficient life that we that we would love to have right but not even i mean because we have some people babe that are listening to this podcast that may not be believers and you know that's okay but i'm hoping that i activate their faith but particularly not only when it comes to the spiritual walk about being equally yoked but you know financial right financially you may have someone that is more responsible with money and the other person spends 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 and that can create issues you may have someone that feels as though family is so important and the other person really don't even care about that so you want to make sure that as we stated your morals not even your not only your morals but your visions are aligned where does this person see you or where does this person see them in three years? Like, is it aligned up with what you want? He may say in three years, I want to be living in Alaska after I retire. And you may be thinking in three years, I want to settle down and have some babies and have a house on the ranch. You know what I'm saying? So not only the spiritual part, but we're talking about financially. We're talking about emotionally, right? Emotionally, does he align up? Does he meet your needs? Is it different? Um, We got to think about when it comes to being equally yoked, looking at everything fully, like the whole package. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Y'all know that she was talking about finances a lot. You know, that's the number one deal breaking a relationship. You talking about get gone. (laughs) You get gone real fast messing with the money. But uh, yeah, I mean, you... A lot of there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of factors when it comes to being unequally yoked. You know your health, your finances, your family, your your job. You know because you know being professionals like Susan and I. And I heard I said Susan, would you love me and date me if I made fifteen thousand dollars a year now? Nope. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Nah. I'm you just know, being honest. <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my my hundred and fifty thousand dollars and go find some. <laughs> And, you know, and she left me on the spot, you know. So. But uh, but no, we don't judge. We don't look down on people because, you know, just being equally yoked, you just want to be on the same playing field as the next, as your significant other. That don't matter if that's your boyfriend, girlfriend, a I mean, married, wife, husband. Friendship, friendship sometimes, you know, you know? because uh, a lot of times we don't have friends or just because we're not equal. Our friends are not equally yoked as well. You know, we're like, oh, man, who invited Rodney? Oh, man, every time you look around, you know, Rodney never putting money in a, in a, in a pot just to bring food or anything. You know, he's always there. So, you know, you just get around, get get away from those type of people, mm-hmm. you know, just because they bring your spirit down, let alone you down. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just you have to be equally yoked. On all playing field. That's that's with family, that's with friends, that's with spouses, that's with girlfriends, boyfriends. I think uh, you even have to introduce that to your children. Right. You know, just letting them know, hey, this is how it's going to go and this is what I expect from you and this is what you're going to give me and this is how we're going to walk this walk. You know, and so it's, it's when you think about it, it works that should be one of the things you think about. I'm just not going to go and date Susan, you know, even though 
guys and ladies think different. You know, she can make $15,000. I still love her. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> we more of a, a physical creature. You know, we see the physical thing. But, you know, but then, too, when you just... Hold on, Susan. You know, $15,000, you will be driving a uh, 2002 Kia. (laughs) (laughs) That is is so true. And, you know, it's a saying that says birds that flock together. or How does it go, babe? Birds (laughs) of a feather flock together, right? And so with that being said, you know, when you are attached to a group or a person who have has different values and morals, you know, even though you have a perspective or a mindset that's different from theirs, you'll find yourself swaying in their direction, right? And so the company you keep is so important. You want to be with someone that's going to encourage you. You want to be around someone that's going to push you to be your best at all times. Someone that's going to let you know when you're wrong. Someone that's going to let you know when you're right. Someone that's going to remind you of who you are and whose you are. And I believe that having the people in our lives that are able to assist us in that way are ones that are like-minded and who we're supposed to have close to us. Um, you know, to, to be honest, uh, Edward and I, there were certain things that I needed to know that he possessed before I said it, I do before I even accepted the ring from him. And I don't believe that it was me being bougie or me having high standards. I have experienced so much in my past that I knew that I no longer wanted to compromise. And no matter how long it took for me to be alone, I was willing to stay alone rather than settle for something that I didn't want or someone that I knew wasn't like-minded or equally yoked with me. You know, if he was a lazy man and not ambitious, it'd have been a no. Okay. And I'm going to just be honest. If he was a manager at the Chuck E. Cheese, it would have been a no. Um, And it's because of me being in a place where I am, where I have obtained a certain place academically and also corporately that I didn't feel as though that because I'm here that I have to date someone down here. I waited and believed that God would allow me to match up with someone that we would be equally yoked. Uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, like I mentioned before, you know, Susan met me at five guys. So I did not meet you in no five guys, boy. <laughs> I threw, I threw some Extra fries in the bag, and she's she been loving me ever since. But uh, but everyone have their own perspective. They have their own. They have their values and their characteristics of what they want. What how they copied and paste who they want to be with. You know what I mean? And what I mean by copy and paste, you can copy this guy, and you want him to be like this, and you paste him over there. And sometimes what you paste, what you paste, just don't come out as your copy. You know, so I see it like this. You have a yoke and you have a boat anchor (laughs) and boat anchors is just only good for one thing. And that's just holding the boat down Mm. or holding you back. Now, you can get a yoke, but it's hard to carry by yourself. That's right. And if you have someone that's on the same playing field, just as strong as, as you Tell you to get up, or not even get up. Don't even tell you to get up. Pick you up. 
you know, because that boat anchor is not going to pick you up. It's just going to lay down under the water, in the water, and just keep that boat from floating, going to where it has to go, or making this, this getting to its destination, you know. And we have to look at it like that. And I'm not saying all guys are boat anchors. I'm not saying all uh, women are boat anchors. But you can raise that boat anchor and you can move to your destination, but it's going to take a lot of effort, a lot of effort. And that's where the frustrating part, that's where the destruction comes in at. And that's where the wasted time come in at. So you want to look at things like that, you know, because in the beginning, we all sent our ambassadors to the table saying what I can do and who I am and what I do. And that's just the ambassador. That's not the real representative of who they really, who they really are. You know, so you just got to be careful and be on watch. Right, right. I know that's right, baby. You better tell the people. All right, guys. Well, that ends our episode for today. So remember, when you are in a relationship that's unequally yoked, it can do three things. It can waste your time. Nobody got time for that. (laughs) It hinders your growth. You want to move forward and you can't do it with someone that's not aligned with you. And also it can end in destruction. You can end this relationship or in the relationship with conflict, frustration, disappointment, emotionally being distraught. But if you make sure that you have that conversation, as Edward said, and you guys are on the same path and your perspectives are the same and you get an understanding of who he is and who she is, it would help you being able to eliminate these three things. That's all we have for you today, family. Listen, you guys know that I love you. And I want you to remember that you have the power to live your life. You also have the power to change your life. You don't have to settle. 